Blog Talk Radio. Chevy Chase, their vacation movies, right? The first one. Yes. Holiday Road. Yes. I've been all over the place drinking goblets of wine. Uh, I would like to say women in song, but uh, not many women were involved because I am a happily married man. But there was plenty of song, though. You would have been proud of me, Jim. I was karaokeing it all over this southern yeah, Miss Alabama uh, oh sorry somebody said Miss Alabama so anyway that uh, yes that was my summer and now I'm just psyched I'm ready to go I'm ready to get down to it I'm ready to get down to brass tacks let's get down to business let's get down to beach wax hockey is back I've had enough when does baseball season start Jim when do they start <laughs> that, that uh April well, February is pitchers and catchers. Yeah. Because, frankly, I mean, I love football, but, you know, and I know that you discussed this. You are a super giant fan. I am a Jet fan, but I am more hands-off, as basically you would have to be to be a Jet fan. I'm not super into them. I love them, but I'm not super into them. The Rangers are my only child, really, in the sports world anymore. So I am just, I smother them with my <laughs> ranger love. They they are your soulmate. Yes, they are my soulmate. 
and uh, big, I mean, big changes. Uh, our first game at looking at the AV Club. The uh, what are we calling him? We what was the nickname we come up with? Uh, came Ow. up with him. Al. 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 Looking calm and cool and collected. We got it real creative a, with that. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sure we'll come up with you know better stuff. But you know. It, I, again, I was scared of what I was going to see because, you know, you're always kind of scared of the unknown. What were the Rangers going to be without, you know, walking on eggshells with the former coach? And now they got a guy who seems to be nice. He's very respectful. So, so I don't know. I, I was pretty excited to see the game. I, now, I saw on Facebook there were some uh, rumblings about you guys who are not in the New York metropolitan area, not being able to see this game. What, what's going on? I mean, it's... It... Well, you know, $169 out of pocket for NHL Game Center, and another $10 a month to DirecTV for the sports pack so I can get MSG. Uh-huh. So all told, that's, you know, 300 bucks I invest... It's a lot of money. Hockey. It is. It's a lot of fish nagels. As J, J, a lot J. of fish nagels in a tough economy. It, that's right. Right. I mean, right. this is a... 300, you know, it's 300 beans. Do you think, do you think I could see a preseason game on the TV? No. It's blacked out. What is the logic behind blacking out a preseason game? There is no option, there is no opportunity to pay to see a preseason game on TV. Where is the logic in blacking it out if you do not live in the New York area? There is none. Makes absolutely no sense. So I watched the game illegally online. Good. Good for everybody. I hope it all went illegal. Justin, who gives me some Fakakta website that's got adware, malware, underwear, spyware, oilware, Andreware, Peter Bowware, the nightware, as you called them. I mean, uh, you know. uh, The Nigerian nightware? The Nigerian nightware. Uh, where town, New Jersey? I don't know what the. Heck. I mean, this thing. I got my search engine changed. I got toolbars. Oh my gosh! I got com. I got pop-ups on Chrome. I don't even use Chrome. I got Firefox going nuts. I just oh, your iPhones are They reformatted. <laughs> I mean, I got the, I mean, my Xbox blew up, and it wasn't even on my Xbox. My iPod shut down. I had to call Stephen Hawking to get this thing fixed. Well, I'll help you with your computer. Justin, <laughs> this fucking 
Croatian <laughs> website he's got me trying to watch is in Yemen. Oh. Hell, I gotta. It's like going. I gotta call Al Jazeera and get them to plug in a cable into Yemen to go through Jamaica to get over to Afghanistan. And then, you know, so we get to all this. I got to do a system reboot. And then I go to ADTAG, which is a website I used to watch games on years ago. And it got shut down by Homeland Security. But they found a new server. And within two minutes, I'm watching the game. That's the last time I listened to that that, that guy. Uh, uh, Unbelievable. Uh, man, you had to go through so... <laughs> Uh, I just two funny comments during that hilarious rant. <laughs> Rages HCP saying, computer aids, and message Gret saying, my laptop got raped tonight, and I watched it happen. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I got, I got pop ups and porn, and I got women chatting uh, at me. Come uh, watch me do this, and watch me do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I got Candy Crush. I got you know, it's a whole get the whole. Got MySpace. Uh, oh man, MySpace. <laughs> well, boy, Justin Hook. dot com. Excite. It hooked up the Magellan webpage. Is that what? It is? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, now I got to do the show on Netscape Navigator here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. So we've established that there was problems, just itsy-bitsy problems, uh, <laughs> getting the game. Now, now, once you got the game, uh, okay, you, you set up, you, you, icons, <laughs> is all, you're, uh, I don't know, was it a, what broadcast, was it the devil broadcast that? It's obviously didn't yeah, have it yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was the Devil's Broadcast on GeoCities, I think it was. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, it, uh, I, I didn't expect that crew. I knew Sam would not be doing the game because he he, he was boring people to death doing the Lions game last. I think well, he was out here in Arizona. I mean, he's soaking up the sunshine. Oh, that my poor God. Man, he gets stuck with the Cardinals. I think he does the Cardinals every week. Every week they're on Fox, I think they send Sam to Arizona. I mean, they're sending him as far away from New York as they possibly can. If there was a Hawaiian football team, that's where Sam would be broadcasting. Well, maybe he's being put out to pasture slowly. Maybe he goes out there for the, for the good air and all that stuff. I mean, you yeah. know, he's getting up there. Rides a horse. He takes care of the ranch. <laughs> right. He's a, I, I don't know. Sam likes the peyote. <laughs> Like Wild Peyote Rangers HCP is bringing it tonight. I like it. He's come to regular season form. He came to camp in shape. So, so yeah, now, I finally get the game on, and it's and it's the first thing I see is Joe and Chico with Kansas Snoozy. It's like the Phantom Menace of hockey broadcasting. Oh God! I mean, those fur with Resh and Kansas uh, Snoozy. It's like the Lollipop Guild with those guys. I mean, they're like they're midgets. I mean, Deb Kaufman is taller than both of those guys. And and speaking of her, I don't know what's going on with her. She looked beautiful in the opening, and then they went to the first period, and she looked like a mummy. It's like what the hell went on in that period? I'm just she's wearing some kind of braces now, and I don't know what what's going on with her. She's like Jan Brady. 
Oh, what's she so? I wonder how she sounds in those braces. <laughs> Radio. So, so we're in between periods here at the Prudential Center, and the score is, is Devils 2, Rangers 1. Corey, Corey, Corey Snyder plays the first two periods. I'm pretty sure he's going to win the Vezina Trophy. And the, the Rangers. Oh. I can't even do that anymore. Uh, no, to answer your question, right. the heat the, the heat in Arizona will not melt the glue on Sam's toupee. He uses Funtac. <laughs> man, you're, you're live tonight, man. You're hitting on all cylinders. We've been off so, the air for like three years, it seems. Yeah. Like. Gotta, We've been building up material. That's up comedy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so let you me guys... ask you a question. <laughs> sure. question right off the bat. Minute and a half to go. Rangers pull the goalie down by a goal. And there he is. Brian Boyle on the ice. Al Hold wasn't it. kidding about this clean slate thing, was he? Okay. Well, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I saw that. I'm not going to put too much weight into this game. No, too much. Give it too much credence. Obviously, it's really just basically a scrimmage with some organized new rules. Now, maybe we'll talk about these rules before we get into the game. Now, there's some new rules that I was not aware of because I really don't pay attention. Once the Rangers are out, uh, I root occasionally. You know, I, 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 I took a lot of heat. Took a lot of heat this off season because in my Facebook picture, I'm wearing a Blackhawks Stanley yes, Cup still hat. Yeah, I'm going to change that. Don't worry about that. That. But that was because my father-in-law gave it to me. You know, much respect for my father-in-law and his family. But uh, that's yeah, all going to go to hell. you got a show of though? It's, I mean, it's been a month. It's coming, it's coming off. It's coming off. I had I had it's people coming up to me on the street, walking through downtown Mesa. What's, what's with Eddie's profile pic? I know. Actually, a lot of people said it, he said it in Spanish it. because nobody – it was in Spanish because nobody here speaks English. But that's what he said. So these new rules. Now, what is this hybrid icing? <laughs> I got the joke. Como está Eduardo en el cabeza? <laughs> but seriously, folks. Actually, it was in que pasa. Que pasa Eduardo en el cabeza? Eduardo, old cat. Uh, Anyway, I'm sorry. So, New rules and go. The hybrid icing. Does this? I don't know. It's confusing me already. Am I? I know I'm easily confused, but it's like, is it basically they're going to call it without a no touch, or you know, it's up to the referee's discretion? Because if it's left up to the referee's discretion, it's already a bad rule because they can't get anything right. Right. And uh, then, and I, well, is it, what is the exactly the hybrid icing rule? That once the puck crosses the line, it's icing. That's seemed to be. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I don't know. It's just like. Uh, it, it, it just. I, I I don't know the specifics of it. I, I, I'll tell you right now. As much as that, I love hockey, and I couldn't wait for the start. I really look into the rules. Then I see this ridiculous. You can't tuck your jersey in anymore. What's Carl Hagelin going to do? Everybody's got to look the same now. Everybody, it's, a, it's we're all robots, no individuality. What about Wayne Gretzky? 
He's you like the NFL? It's ridiculous. Yager, he's a tucker from way back, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, what, we're taking an individuality? We're all uh, walking, uh, I mean, skating automatons here? The no fun league. And then, the taking the helmet off before a fight, automatic two-minute penalty, stupid, stupid, who cares? The guys who have taken their helmets off don't care about the extra two minutes anyway. I think Brian, uh, Brandon Meshinter is thinking about getting that extra two wall. I'll be out seven minutes instead of five. Dumb. Just dumb. And then now this 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 uniform gold net thing, which I found interesting that, that it was not universal. The nets were not universal around the league. Now they are. As far as... Uh, uh, how do I explain this? It's just it, there'll be more room behind the net, right? And so, and with the goaltending heads and blah blah blah, and all of a sudden we're trying to make you know hockey, you know, high scoring again, right? So, I don't know. I I think every rule it's just a hybrid icing. I didn't really pick up. Maybe somebody in the chat room can explain it to me because you know basically that's where I learn everything from you the chat room, and I also learned what not to do if I'm looking for a hockey stream by Justin. Right. I'll be going, catch me a hookup. Got him. <laughs> rooting to get you. Rooting over there in uh, Russia. Uh, so, uh, so, I guess, you know, there's not, I don't, I don't really think there's a whole lot to talk. There's any standouts from the game tonight? That you, any players that stood out to you? Yeah, had a couple. I had a guy that I thought uh, I thought Ranger fans were getting a little too um, juiced about, and he played a really good game. And that was John Moore, who I've been kind of critical, more critical of than most Ranger fans. Oh yeah, you hate um, John Moore. No, I don't hate John Moore. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I do this with try to get you started. I don't want to. I hesitate to put him and the uh, him and Ryan McDonough in the same sentence when making comparisons. Right. Uh, no, I thought he had a Because I, 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 I went to a playoff game last year, saw it live, watched him, and he, he wasn't very good. And, you know, again, it was against the Bruins, and Rangers weren't doing too well anyway. But. Uh, but he showed me a lot today. There was one play where he went, uh, took the puck from his own zone, went right to the net, took a shot. Uh, he looked very solid out there. Um, it's good to see that the Rangers really are going to have a good top five defenseman. That sixth defenseman is a little wonky because uh, some of the guys they threw out today, there tonight, uh, none of them I was impressed with. Uh, uh, you know, the uh, Justin Falk. Uh, I thought Peter Falk could play better. No, Justin Falk was <laughs> Justin was a little bit rusty out there. Uh, he got caught uh, in no man's land on the first goal. Uh, he doesn't seem to be overly physical either for a big guy. And the Rangers really need that grit in that sixth spot. But they need a the guy that The last thing can't... we need is another big guy that isn't physical. Right. Uh, and uh, he he looked rusty. Now I don't know if they, he's he's better than that, but he surely wasn't good tonight. He he was not very good at all. He stuck out on the bad side. 
on the good side, I thought Dominic Moore played very well. Um, you know, he got the goal, the only goal. Um, the thing with Dominic Moore that's going to bug the shit out of me, and this is not nothing to do with him. It's more with this fucking announcing crew that we're stuck with for the rest of our lives. I know where you're gonna, going. The good for him. Oh, look at the adversity, Sam. Listen, right. I have all the compassion for a situation and his wife dying of liver cancer in the world. But I frankly do not want to hear it for fucking 82 games. Right. I don't want... Oh, what a story, Joe's. Whoa. They were, oh, he's and been away. Nothing, but Dominic Moore isn't going to want them talking about it for 82 games. Uh, they're not going to stop. It's going to be the, you know, oh, look at him. Oh, shut up. What adversity, I mean, Joe. I mean, again, I don't want to seem like I got a, a black heart here, but it's it just it just gnaws at me to hear them just beat a story to death. So yeah, I hope that he does well. I thought he played very well. Um, so that was another guy. I thought Christo played pretty well, the guy they got for Christian Thomas. Uh, he actually shot, like, right away without waiting on one play, and I was like, wow, I don't see this too often in Rangerland. Right. Um, the guy I always pull for, for but... Uh, he always seems to be get injured. Is that Marek Rivik? Um, he played pretty dis- decently. I think they put him on a line with Boyle, which they, <laughs> I guess they that's were like, a, "Hey, listen, that's a career killer." Right. If you can play with this guy, you can play with anybody. Right. It's like uh, it's like Ted McGinley. He's the, he's the career killer. He's a career killer. And uh, I thought Brad Richards had a good game. There was one rush. He looked faster than he looked faster than any time last year when he rushed the puck. I think at the end of the game, I thought uh, I thought he showed some improvement, uh, you know. And you know, I'm I'm hoping. I'm not. About, I don't want to be bagging on Richards this whole year. I don't want to be doing the Bucky Beaver jokes and the whole, you know, Olivia Munn left him and whatever her name is, and uh, you know, you know, he didn't work out this year. He seems like he's ready to play. And uh, this, uh, he played very well. Uh, did you see anybody that uh, that caught your eye? Uh, Christo and I, Chris Kreider. Really, I, I wasn't impressed. Like, a lot of people were saying that in, in the, the tweets and the twats and the the twatters and the the, the Facebookers. They were. Uh, they said that, that he played well. What did you see about Kreider? That he to me just looked like. He um, he just looked like he was all over the place. He was just flying tonight. Like the like the like the the restraints were off. The training wheels were off. None of ah. this, you know, it was just going to meander around and wait to block a shot. And am I going to get my three minutes of ice time? You know, no more right. shit. Yeah, it's like you know, uh, under the other coach, you know, it was like you know he was underneath a trap door. Anytime he made a bad play, he got to pull the lever and boom. Right. You know, right. You're, you're on the bench. So, uh, I I, I hope uh, I hope Richards does well, and I think Costa raises a a good point that he'll probably get bought out. But you know what? If the guy throws up twenty five and and fifty or twenty five and forty, what what are you going to do with him? You got to keep him. That's what we brought him here. He had a very good first season with the Rangers. He had a horrid season last year. So. Well- 
I wanted to ask you about that now, and it's funny that you that you that you bring up those numbers. You said okay. twenty five. You said twenty five and forty, right? Yeah. Well, he did score a little bit more more than he usually does his first year. You, I would look him like as a twenty sixty guy, twenty fifty guy. Okay. Well, he was eleven and twenty three last season in forty six games. Which it's really if not that bad. That, if you flesh that out over eighty games or eighty two games, that's about where you're coming in. You know, twenty twenty between twenty two and twenty five goals and somewhere in the neighborhood of forty assists. I think the problem I, I think the I mean the numbers were the numbers really weren't that far off if if right. at all. I, I would think his I hate to use the word, but I think his pace was right around where it usually is. But I, I just think that it was the, the other things that we saw, the the blind passes to no one at the blue oh. line and, you know, the, the you know, the losing the face-offs. Although, actually, his face-off percentage wasn't bad last year, looking at it now. over It was actually above his, his career average. The thing was is that in such a short season that it was last year, uh, the Rangers needed to have their power play work and he was the guy, and he was the guy that was supposed to, you know, ignite Richards, and and right. and all those stats wound up bearing out that he was, you know, semi-successful stat-wise. Uh, that never came to fruition, and uh, you know, uh, he was supposed to do that power play was dismal. It's been dismal for years. It was not so good tonight. Rangers had a five-on-three, and everyone was like, "Oh, same stuff." Fly around. I was like, just shut up. Everybody just shut up. Speaking of the power play, how about how about the Rangers hiring now, I don't even think we've talked about this because we haven't been on the air in so long, but how about the Rangers hiring Scott Ar- Arnell as Arneel. the power to Arneel, excuse me, to run the Shields power play. Shields and Arnell. Shields and Arnell. that's that's the one. Uh and making him watch every power play from last season. How did he not wind up like Brooks Hanlon and Shawshank Redemption hanging from the- <laughs> I mean, how did he not how did he not kick the chair out from under his feet? I mean oh. I'd rather be warported than uh... <laughs> really here's I mean, the you know, like, that power play. Holy crap. I mean it was like uh I don't I don't know if anybody out there watched Fringe when it was on, but there's an episode of Fringe where there's like some TV show that, or some computer video that people watch it when they watch it, like their eyes start bleeding and they just die. They have a seizure and they die. I mean, how could that not happen when you watch all these power plays and you watch Brian Boyle out there with the power play and, you know, at, at the point and they're, you know, Rick then. And, you know, I give the guy a lot of credit because he said, well, I don't really think the players, you know, we're going to try and utilize the players better this year <laughs> instead of saying, man, the guy that came before me was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that is just like, I don't know. NATO and, and then they done Arneel's behalf. <laughs> Today, watching the broadcast, that they just started to work on the power play today. 
So as long as I don't have to see any of the footage of them working on a power play, well, the Rangers are trying something different. You know, we get hit with that nine times a year. Right. Oh, the coach had them doing uh, drills, playing against pylons. Yeah, that that's real good. Rich pylon. Yeah, rich pylon. Rich pylon. Pylons. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, uh, speaking about the broadcast, I know it was a devil bias. Uh, you know, broadcast, but really they got to calm down. You you got Corey Schneider. You didn't get George Vesna. All right. I don't want to hear. Oh, Corey Schneider, look at him. He really makes a mistake. Corey Schneider is a good goaltender. Is he a great goaltender? No. I understand you have to make up for the fact that Ilya Kovalchuk left you for Mother Russia, and that your team is bereft of goal scoring at this point. Although, although I was surprised that they had signed Damian Bruner from the, or he's on a tryout actually. I thought that was a good move by them. I was like, hey, why couldn't we get this guy on a tryout? He's got some some hands. But uh, they got, you know, they're bringing in uh, Travis Zajac's brother. I thought they had the Giotta brothers. They always have like some brothers. Like it's like nepotism city over there. Brodeur's son and whatever they have. Jelena, it's it's uh, it's a little crazy over there, and all the they have a good core on defense. You don't have a good core if you got Marek Zidlicki. He's like the guy got traded for like I don't know Rem Murray. <laughs> this guy is like the guy is old. So, well, what I took away from the game was I really thought it was the the Rangers B team. Listen, you have no Callahan. You're not going to have them for and 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 Hagelin for a long while. We'll get a look at some of these guys. Tomorrow we'll see uh, uh, Jasper Fast or Jesper Fast. Jasper uh, Fast. We'll... <laughs> yes. We're going to see uh, uh, who else? Oscar Lindbergh, the Lindbergh Asha. baby. Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. And then we're going to see. <laughs> it was good to see a fight, too. I know it's so lame to, like, like fights, but not lame that it's just like use it on say, ooh, there was a fight in the game, you know, but it really was cool to see a fight. And uh, that was uh, Brandon Meshinter went after Cam Jansen. I feel like Cam Jansen's been around for a long time. I don't know why. Maybe I'm thinking of Cam Barker. Could be. Cam Connor? Cam Connor. Cam Neely. Really? Cam, I don't know. I'm Cam Cameron. Cam Cameron. <laughs> so uh, what else you got? Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. I, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, as far as the game goes, I mean, that was really it. Uh, Asham, I don't know. Uh, you know, at first I'm like, what the hell is he doing out there? And then, well, I was I like, like and then I'm like, eh, what the hell is he doing out there? And then after wow. I thought about it for a little bit, I was like, man, eh, what the hell is he doing out there? When when Daryl Powell got that partial breakaway where he, he drew a penalty, did you have any confidence in him scoring if he boom, would have boom, gone in? Pow. Boom, boom, pow. <laughs> zero goals and zero assists last year. <laughs> Why is he on the fucking team? Get get rid of him, please. Get rid of him. Useless. <clears throat> uh, I think Asham, something endears me to Asham. I don't well, know. He, he, he'll get his opportunities. 
I got no I got no personal beef with Aaron Asham. Especially, I mean, he's a, as far as I'm concerned, he's a ranger for life after after his tweeting incidents. But what I don't know. What do you really need? What are you gonna What are you gonna find out about Aaron Asham in preseason? You know what I mean? Right. You By pretty way, much 30, know. Again, thirty four games with the New York Rangers. Daryl Powell is outscored by Derek Bugard. That's all you gotta know about Daryl. That's all you gotta know about Daryl Powell. <laughs> Derek Bugard yeah. had a better had a better career. He did. He turned out to be a stiff, though, Bugard. Oh, 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 oh. Too, so soon. Too soon. Too soon. I mean, I'm really, I, I, I'm really, I, I really, <laughs> I really tell you, like, I'm going dark this year so far with the, I don't want to hear about the cancer, and I don't want to hear about this. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> No, I get what you're saying about that. I mean, I, I get what you're saying it's about the cancer. You don't want to hear about it every night. And I think, like I said, he don't want to. He don't want to dwell on it. He knows we're rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. He doesn't need to be reminded every night that his that, that, that he lost his wife. Right. Mess Gretz is rooting for him. Cutter's rooting for him. Rocco's rooting for him. I'm rooting Dan for him. Dan I'm not sure about. But uh, everybody else is rooting for him. Brett Anderson's rooting for him. Howie Sussman's rooting for him. Josh Gimble's rooting for him. So, Bob uh, Dole's rooting for him. Bob Dole is rooting for him. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, again, I, I thought he played pretty well. The other two defensemen, Sean O'Donnell. Ew, what do I know about Sean O'Donnell? I, I, I mean, he played 15 minutes. I didn't even re- remember him. And uh, that played Danny Danny Sivret, Sivray, whatever they call him, the Sivray, Sivret, the hot dogs, the hot dogs, the Sivret hot dogs. Are you a Nathan's man, a Hebrew national, or Sivret man? Yes. I figured as much. I like all three. I, I got to go with the Hebrew national. See, I'm, a, I'm weird with the hot dogs. I don't like anything on it. I don't either. I like it as... I like it just greased up. <laughs> oh boy! All looped up and ready to eat. Speaking of Sean Avery, oh yeah, what's going on with him? Him and uh, that—it just sounded right when you're talking about getting all looped up and that's Joyke from uh, uh, what you call it, Bravo. There now, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going. On. Some said it was a hoax. Some said he was. You know, just playing a joke. When yeah, you mean, heard, I, when you first heard it, did it surprise you? No. Well, it didn't surprise me. It's to- totally publicity stunt. First of all, if Sean were gay or bisexual, he wouldn't have went so crazy over losing uh, Alicia Cuthbert. You know, saying my sloppy seconds and all that. This guy, I forget his name now. I say escapes him, but he he hosts all those uh, real life of housewives and and Camden shows or whatever. Con hot dogs. I can't believe he brought that up. I haven't seen those. But, in uh, years. Used what do I man. care? He's not on the Rangers anymore. What do I care? I don't care what he does. I was just making a joke about that when you talked about hot dogs being all looped up, and I said, speaking no, of Sean Avery. It did get some buzz around the, the, the high. It must have been a slow, you know, slow three months. That people were talking I, about. It might be. A, it's a new bit I'm trying out. Anytime we say anything, you know, 
that oh, you know, okay. anything double entendre that could be construed as gay. I'll just oh. speaking of Sean Avery. No, I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, something I wanted to bring up. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, which I you do start like ninety. I do start ninety percent of my sentences like that because this is a good. It's a good chance that I haven't done the research and it's not wrong. And it's wrong. Uh, the Rangers drafted Christian Thomas. They traded him to Montreal. Correct. And they got Danny Cristo. Correct. Now, I'm not jumping the dumb gum, uh, gun on Cristo, but we've had experts come on this show, such as Leslie Treff. <laughs> um, the Canadian fans have gone really went. Nuts over this trade because they really like Christo. We know Christo Stepan's best bet, buddy. We'll get to that in a couple of seconds. But the Rangers turned Thomas into Christo. And certainly that seems it may be an upgrade. They also traded a couple of years ago, and I think we probably made fun of the trade at the time, was when our buddy Ethan Werrick got traded to Phonix. For Oscar Lindbergh. Now, Oscar Lindbergh had a phenomenal Traverse City uh, performance. He's going to play tomorrow. And uh, uh, I think, uh, again, the Rangers kind of took their, their, you know, their pick and upgraded this. And I, I think they got to get, uh, you know, be commended for that. I mean, none of these guys have played in the NHL yet, but they've uh, they seem to really – bamboozle some of these teams out of their prospects or I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're running such a propaganda machine that, that people really think that the Rangers prospects are really top notch and then they wind up you know, getting these guys that at a higher skill level or a higher ceiling as they say. So I don't know. So I I just wanted to point that out. Why I I was thinking of that. I don't know, but it seems like you know, you know, you know, it's not say there. I really believe it's it, it's it, it's Commissioner Gordon that's pulling the strings, doing things behind the scenes. Because I really don't. I, I, I like I said before, I don't think Glenn Saylor knows what day of the week it is. No, I don't so. either. So, so uh, if, uh, yeah. speaking of Ethan Warrick, I wonder if he's uh, if he's in camp with the Coyotes. Yeah, somebody look that up. Coyote well, he's, still, he's he's listed on. I'm looking at his page on the Coyote website. I wonder if he's in. Uh, wonder if he's in camp with them. Interesting. Former guest of the show. Uh, Cam Talbot, who's responsible for everything. You notice as soon as he went in between the pipes, uh, the Rangers got a penalty. Yep. Once again. Only bad things can happen when Cam Talbot's on the ice. Scar actually, <laughs> he actually played well tonight. Oh, he's terrible. Oh, come on. He played pretty well tonight. I thought. Screw um, him. Well, the goaltending situation. Now we got what? Biron's got the Marty Biron has actually got competition with uh, Methuselah there. Uh, Anders Edberg. I mean, come on. What are we? Goldies of the 90s? What are these? <laughs> 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 Is Olaf Kulzig coming in? 
Yeah, I mean, Blaine Locker's in camp. I mean, <laughs> we really got to we got to start getting some youth in here. Throw Cam in there. Let him play the ten games. What's the worst thing that could happen? Jamie McClellan uh, available. Think he well, was you know, I don't, I don't, you know. Well, that's the that's well, that's the other thing. You bring that up, you say throw him in there for ten games. What's the worst that can happen? I don't know if you saw Al's quote the other day when they were talking about about. Johan Hedberg being in camp, and he said, in an Olympic year, you need a backup that could play 20 games. I'm thinking, 20 games? You're going to try oh. and get 20 games out of Hedberg or Biron? Holy Christ. As long as nobody tries to shoot between the legs on Biron, they'll be just fine. Yeah, he's good on the shootouts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, brutal. fabric shooting on him. But somebody had mentioned in the chat room Zuccarello is going to play tomorrow. Yay. It's going to be interesting with a lot of these guys now unbridled. They can let their unbridled hockey skill passion flow all over the ice. <laughs> How are they going to do? Speaking of Sean Avery. Speaking of Sean Avery. It's just, I kind of, I'm, I'm looking, the team identity is just, it's just all mixed up, and now with Derek Stepan, I can't believe he's missing the first preseason game. I never would have called this. I really thought he would be it would be settled by now, but it's oh, night. So... Uh, and if that's not happening, and he's got no arbitration rights, so he doesn't have much leverage. Uh, so it looks Could like you he wants that to... this was under the old regime. You remember how Dubinsky got punished? Dubinsky. Yeah, well, you don't know. Derek Stepan, maybe, uh, you know, Dubinsky. Dubinsky. Uh, Delzato Dupinsky. did annoy me. They're bringing up, they're bringing up Delzato. Delzato got caught <laughs> pinching in. <laughs> it still makes you laugh. A year that, and a half That one always gets me. That one always gets Dubinsky. <laughs> Brandon had two goals last year. <laughs> last year? Four million. I think he only had two goals, three goals. He had a lot of assists. Why am I talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets? Because they basically are the Rangers. And how do you like this Metropolitan, this Metro Glen Metropolitan division? The, <laughs> the Metropolitan division. The Mets. What do you think about this? This is a new alignment. I'm all right with it. I don't care what they call it, as long as the Rangers finish first. Speaking of the Columbus Blue Jackets, I might as well mention this to you now, because I keep forgetting, and I've only, I've actually, I haven't talked to you much. And uh, you and I, my friend, have mm-hmm. been invited onto a Columbus Blue Jackets. Here it is, uh, onto a Columbus Blue Jackets podcast. There, uh, there is such a thing. There is such a thing. It's. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, good evening. I got to see. He actually tweeted me a couple weeks ago and asked me if we'd be interested in doing it. And I said, I said we'd love to do it, but send me an email. Uh, we are a Blue Jacket centric, Blue Jacket centric. Uh, try and say that. New Blue Jacket centric <laughs> blog. Deb Kaufman. Deb. Based here in Columbus, Ohio. We are not affiliated with the team. Well, but they do. But they do promote our show through social media and team events. Imagine that. Imagine how they do that, huh? 
Yeah, we're three longtime hockey buddies doing a podcast about the Blue Jackets. You can find us on our stinker of a blog at distinctkickingmotion.blogspot.com or on iTunes as DKM Hockey. Since the NHL realignment, we want to get to know other podcasts in the new Metro sexual division. Obviously, obviously, he used the word obviously, we would love to have you and Eddie come on our show for a segment and talk Rangers versus CBJ. <laughs> BJ. CBJ Speaking with the... John Avery, we are planning to record a podcast on November 7th to recap the first meeting between the Blue Jackets and the Rangers since the Nash trade. For obvious reasons, Ooh. there are a lot of storylines to this game in Columbus. Nash, Dorset, Moore, Brassard, and most recently, Arneal making for compelling conversation in Columbus. We'd love to have you guys on the show for a 10 to 15 minute segment. Takes us 10 to 15 minutes just to say hello before, during, after the game on November 7th, we can even pre-record the segment, pre-record. These guys are fancy. We tried to pre-record. We tried to pre-record anything. We'd be like, going through one of Justin's streaming websites a couple of (laughs) days ahead of time before the seventh. If that fits your schedule better, we don't have too much of a structured format. It's pretty much shoot from the hip. Let us know if the November 7th time frame works for you, gentlemen. Thanks, Joe, John, and Morgan. So, yes, we are once again the We're going to hijack that show. We're going to hijack it. <laughs> no, just going to come yeah. in and just be like, take it over. And I'll be like, yo, Blue shut Jacket. up, man. Fetitude Blue sucks. Blue Jacket Underground Radio. So, once like again... This. Once yeah. again, when a podcast around the league looks to the preeminent New York Ranger social media kingdom, they come to us. They all yeah, come. Every, every team comes to us except the one we cover. Every That's one right. Of them. That's right. When you're they an came. up-and-comer, you got to kiss the ring of the people who started it. you got to come came. and kiss the ring. They came to us. The lightning. We did that show. Kitty Litter show. Did we do that? At Florida, kitten, uh, kittens and uh, something. Kitty litter or something. I don't know. This is good I Some show we were on. I don't, I don't know. know. We've done several appearances. I know that much. You know, I've been to the Columbus Stadium there. and uh, Made a fortune. JD. A lot of Ranger uh, connections over there, so we should do pretty good there. Yes. If we can make it there, we can make it anywhere. Uh, we've made it here. These delightful people came out in droves tonight. Millions. Thank you. Really. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. There are more uh, people in our chat room than we're at the Panthers-Predators preseason game today. Or maybe the Devils game today. There wasn't much people there. But preseason, come on. But did it's you see that? I, I posted it on Facebook. Did you see the picture of the crowd? Well, I use that term loosely. That was at the Panthers-Predators uh, let me check it out. I posted it on my Facebook page. Let me see. Uh, what's this? Sea Russian exotic lady. I got that. I got the same icons that uh, just just the gave me that. Uh, let me see. Uh, I got to take this right. Uh, this Blackhawk hat down there. Let me see. Jimmy Bang 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 Bang. We a drinker at Portucket Brewery. What is that all about? Into the drink? 
Holy cow! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. This isn't real. No, that is real. That is absolutely real. Now, I, if I'm, if I, my, my friend Murph, who used to call into the football show, he works security, so he might be somewhere in that picture. Actually, he said they were doing a double header today. Of what? Of of two pre they were doing I don't know if that's true that, I think that's what he told me that they're doing a doubleheader of preseason games and that both teams were it was like a split squad type thing and this was the afternoon game and I mean you can oh see God. you can see this is during the anthem this what I, come on what I want to know we is, could draw more people to our game we can have a scrimmage in this chat room that could get more people down there what I want to know is if you look on the uh, on the Panthers' side of the ice, about halfway up the arena, there's like ten people sitting there. Why would you sit all the way up there? Why would you sit there? I mean, wouldn't you sit at center ice? Yeah. Doesn't that seem like an odd place with nobody in the building? Doesn't that seem like well, an we odd, got an these odd seats, Agnes. We're sitting here. <laughs> no, nope, we're not moving down. We've got these seats, Agnes, and we're staying here. Don't want to get in I trouble. I don't go find that funny business. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Did you link that picture in the chat room? I mean, it's it's. I certainly. Quite if you can, that would be stupendous. Because that is a uh, unbelievable. I I, I mean, yes. Yeah, split squad. Uh, Mess and Gretz is is confirming. Uh, split squad affair. Oh God. Was the rest of the squad in the stands? There's what? more players than there are fans. What do you guys think about that? I mean, that's outrageous. Oh, here, Murph actually commented on the picture. He said, I'm just to the right of center ice next to the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> so if you blow up the picture, you might actually see. I think, yeah, I think he's standing right up against the glass there. I mean, you're going to be able to see it. But. It's like Rocco, who's from, like, Queens, said, that's bloody empty. Rocco, when did you become, like, you know, you're from the United Kingdom now? What have you been watching, Downton Abbey on PBS or something? Jeez. Oh, no, he's playing too many of those games with those. Uh, I'm probably playing those games over the. Yeah, so you guys see that? It's unbelievable. You have to post that somewhere so the people on the podcast can see it. Ah, we're not going to do that. Screw you. Look it up. Tumble we do the stats. <laughs> oh, Joe. Look, the, you know, one of the things he said was hysterical. I don't know if you caught it, but Joe said that the that John Moore lost eight pounds. Yeah. He's getting too many brain injuries. Well, I don't get How does that make any sense? So he's lighter, okay, so he won't have as much work on his groin. Now, is eight pounds really enough to kind of tip the odds into your favor? You know what I'm saying? Maybe he lost the weight in his penis. Yeah. I mean, I've been working my groin for years. I never lose weight. Because <laughs> I'm using the wrong hand, I think. That's what Chandler said. By rights, by rights, I should be 64 pounds. Yeah, really. I I would be like my father used to call a Biafra case. There's a real old saying, Biafra, which basically means uh, maybe anorexic. Right, right. Yeah. I guess apparently there was a country, Biafra, in 1950 that, uh, you know, had some kind of whatever. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is uh, 
I mean, that, that was pretty porous. But, yeah, so he's already – you know how we did with the, the McDonough a couple of years ago. Oh, he's lost two pounds. Right. What is he worried about the weight? I would be more concerned about hearing the guy, oh, well, he lost some weight, but he get got it back in muscle. So, oh. man, things are getting crazy over here. Messing Gretz has just put up a link for scrotal disorders. I don't even want to click on that link. What the hell is this? Oh, no, he's a he's oh, smash with come on. Oh, I didn't even look at it. I don't trust it. He's down there in Smashville. I, I, this just in. This is break. I have breaking news. First of all, tomorrow's, it has nothing. Go ahead. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's Rangers Flyers preseason tilt is on the NHL Network. So, really? Yes. So I don't have to get one of Frankie's tinfoil hats to, to block out the block out the malware and the pop ups and everything else. Uh, that's good. So th- yeah. does that mean that us in the the metropolitan area? It will be blacked out, or it will uh, get MSG. No, you'll probably but, get MSG. Yeah, they, they were promoting that. They were like, I don't know. They had some like ridiculous MSG ad, like new coach or like new commander, new direction. And I meant, and I wanted the the the, the country to be same old first round playoff exit or same <laughs> second round playoff exit. Did they have this play in the background? New coach. <laughs> New direction. Ryan Boyle. <laughs> Same old stinking results. 82 games of unabashed frustration. New York Rangers hockey. You can only see it here on MSG, MSG1, MSG2, the Ocho. Unless the Knicks are playing. Vladimir Putin live streaming network <laughs> same mediocre on the power play Brian Boyle on the power play five on threes five on threes we're not gonna and score <laughs> on the power play <laughs> uh, the names change but the results remain the same. No, but I'm, I'm not down. I'm I'm, I'm positive. I'm, I'm ready to go. I think everybody's very anxious to see what they can do, not under the thumb of a tyrant. And, uh, you know, he, he's missed the popularity. One thing I wanted to touch on before we, we start wrapping this thing up was, during this broadcast, they would not come out and say John Tortorella was fucking horrible with the media. All they would say was, you know, Elaine Vigneault is very good with the media and very respectful of the hometown media. Well, Elaine Vigneault really doesn't concentrate on blocking shots as much. Or Elaine, like everything that Tortorella was, they wouldn't come out and say, you know, this guy. It was all passive-aggressive. They kind of like, you know, worked their way through Elaine Vigneault not being that type of coach. And I really think Resch was was critical of Tortorella more than Micheletti. Micheletti still, I think, like, got the battered wife syndrome that Tortorella's going to come back and start beating him up again. So 
he's, he's still, well, you know, it didn't work out here. It could work out for some other teams when, when you can't, because they made the point. You can't win in the NHL one to nothing every game. Right. And, and which those two quads actually, you know, nailed. But of course, Micheletti was still making excuses because he thought that, you know, the Fonz was going to come back and start smacking his ass around. So, so, so you really like you really like this this steam. Right, where's the, the organ music tonight? I by the, by, oh, Lenny Lee? Lee? Well, yeah, Lenny. Uh, yeah, Eddie the limo Layton. Well, I, I had originally uh, had you know I had a couple other things queued up, so we we let Eddie take uh, we let Eddie take oh, a break. He was he was good. sleeping it off. He had quite a night so, last night. But here he is. So I wake him up. I wake him up. Wake him up. Like that old bad. Uh, so speaking of, I, I by the way, uh, the former coach today got himself. Uh, how do I want to put this? Apparently, he yelled at a Vancouver reporter whose phone went off during one of his press conferences. Oh, things have changed. He's more mellow. Yeah. Oh, I can change. I'm gonna have to change. Yeah, that's same yeah. bullshit. Again, He's an abusive husband. Yeah, I'll change, honey. Right. I promise he won't hit you after losses. <laughs> He's still the same old sore loser. Good riddance. Get rid of the jerk. I'm glad we got rid of him. Ooh, now we got this fat Holly Elaine Vigneault. I don't know if he's fat. He's broad, <laughs> though. Fat. He's, he's stout. Wide. He's stout. He's fat. He's wide. What's he fat? Maybe I'll, I'll retract that. just he's he seems a lot more jollier than that, that fucking rat face. Rat face Rizzo over there. I'm walking here! Uh, according to Cutter, oh boy, uh, who changed his name from Cutter TML to Cutter FML, two people have picked that up. Uh, what? Cutter LOL. Yes. The Rangers have been picked by the uh, by THN to be second in the Glen Metropolitan Division. Right deep Pittsburgh. center. They've got two good defense. They've got good goalies. I mean, they're deep at center if Richards plays the way he plays. And Stepan signs. And Stepan signs. Yeah, that's a little bit of a... <laughs> if it's well, Dominic Moore and Brian Boyle, they are not deep at center. No, Jim, it's Pittsburgh. only one game. Do not get distraught. Tomorrow he he won't be in the lineup, most likely. I'm telling you, Elaine Vigneault is going to realize what Brian Boyle is, and that's a fourth line center. I hope so. And I can I can live with him as a fourth line center. Him and his 15 brothers and sisters, we all can live under one roof. I can't believe we had no technical difficulties. So what what do we got? I'm looking at this. Yeah, JT Miller. Isn't JT Miller uh, nursing some injury? He's still healing from a hand. We got the two guys with the labrums. He bras labrums. Uh, Callahan and uh, and Haglin. Uh, we got you know we got some injuries. We're gonna have to deal with early in the season, but we'll see what happens. But tomorrow night, you guys predict right now. 
you think it's going to be a fight fest like the old days, or it's just going to be one isolated brawl? No. Maybe one brawl. Uh, those days are over. Preseason used to be the greatest. People would just fight. Hundreds fight. of minutes of pa- pa- penalty minutes. You know McElrath's going to fight. I hope so. Just hope that knee is healed. I, that's a guy I want to watch. All right, everybody's saying around two fights. But there are a lot of skill plays. Maybe we'll see a uh, Sean Couturier, uh, Jasper Fast fight. Oh, Michael Haley, that's right. Ranger ACP, former Ranger goon. Michael Haley. I don't know really if he was a Ranger for that long. Uh, but uh, So that's the scoop, uh, Jim. All right. Big Big loss of the Rangers tonight. A lot of, a lot of goals are going to take, take a long time to recover get over this one. Yeah. But it was good to see hockey. It was good to see everybody back in the chat room. All the fun people here. All the folks in the know. The Boucher Underground Legion. Uh, God damn it, I love you all. And I'm so glad that we could meet together in this podcast. I agree. And happy birthday, Ricky Itazu. Yes, Rick, Ricky you Itazu. Henrik, you Henrik Hayton fuck. Yep, you Henrik Hayton. He's just a heel. You know, he played a heel in wrestling, and now he's a... Uh... So, yeah, so uh, the next time we join you will be sometime next week. Sometimes next week. Sometime next week. And, uh, you know, we'll delve more into this moray, this foray of hockey. I'm so glad it's back. What's the for, uh, what's this deal of Bengal game? I don't know. I'm in the other the games oh, in the other okay. room. Uh, so that's about I it. That's theory. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got one of those uh, those things. The Jerry, uh, what's the score of the Steelers game? Pittsburgh is down seventeen to ten against the Bengals right now. <laughs> wow! Technology. And you know what's you know what's really funny about about this Siri on the iPhone is that it won't like if you ask it a question like that it won't just say you know like the Bengals lead the Steelers seventeen to ten it always comes up with like a creative way to say it. One night I asked, I was out and I said Siri, who won the Mets game? And and I think the answer was something like Jim, the Mets were thrashed by the Rockies tonight. <laughs> Well, the three or something like that. I was like, oh, thanks a lot, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, really? She gets a little hostile. Now, what is that on the, what, the Commodore? Or, uh, yeah, it's the uh, Commodore. Okay. The, this is the iPhone uh, 4S. Here, wait a minute. Maybe she'll, hold on. Siri, what was the score of the New York Giants game yesterday? She's making it personal, Jim. Yeah, I know. But she said, "I like how she says they were crushed by the Broncos in the Manning Bowl." <laughs> oh, it's Manning Bowl, huh? What do you get that on a net- Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, well, yeah, I'll save that for the, uh, some of the time. It's not hockey related, but yeah, that was great. I got a, I got a, I got a taste of Siri, so to speak. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Sean right. Avery. Speaking of Sean Avery. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go watch Boardwalk Empire because I fell asleep last night about eight minutes into it. Okay. 
Well, good night, everybody, and thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Blue See you next on the week. Good night, everybody.